This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 387 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, if you need some motivation, I did one thing. It took less than five minutes, and I am so motivated to get back on track. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Not till you lie. Hey, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, welcome aboard. I am not a doctor. I am not a trainer. I'm just a person like you trying to lose weight. And I got to tell you, I did something this week that woke me up. If you're a regular listener to the show, I've been going the wrong way. I have, I started off this show, I lost weight, then I found it, then I lost it, then I found it, and I've been finding it the last couple months. And I kind of just, my give a damn got busted. And I did something that really woke me up. Now, what was that? And it only took a few minutes. I grabbed my phone, figured out how to use the timer, and I found kind of a blank wall in my house, stripped down to my uh, to a pair of shorts, not my underwear, but a pair of shorts, because you're going to want to show this to people later. And... I took before pictures. Now, here's the cool thing about before pictures is you're kind of planning your flag. You're kind of like, all right, this is as bad as it's going to get. And this is someday I'm going to look back at these and go, ooh, wow. And you start to mentally picture your after picture. But that's not what inspired me. What inspired me is I took a picture from the front. So there's my gut in clear view. Then he took a picture from the side. You kind of do like an I dream of genie where you hold your like you're going to blink, but you hold your arms up. So you got a clear shot of your side there. And that's not flattering. And then the one that I was like, oh, my goodness, I could not believe it. And that was I took a shot from the back. And I guess because I never see my back. I was shocked because it's usually, I mean, I'm not, uh, I, I'm by no means Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever, but, uh, you know, in general, guys are going to have a V because our shoulders are just wider than our hips. And uh, I basically looked a little bit like the beginning of a walrus. Cuckoo, cuckoo, if I do say so myself. And what inspired me to take a selfie? 
Well, a couple things. First of all, if you're not a member, you got to go out to LogicalLosers.com. And Alice in our private Facebook group said, hey, I was looking at this book. It's the 131 method. And it's so funny because just the night before I had been at Books a Million and had seen it, it was like, oh, this looks kind of like a recipe book or something. And she said, no, no, it's it has recipes, but it's not a recipe book. And so I went over to Amazon and you know how if you have a Kindle, you can read a big chunk of the first chapter and was like, oh, this looks interesting. So I actually checked out the book and went over to if you go to logicalloss.com slash free book, you can actually get this book or any book from Audible for free and listen to probably the first four chapters of the book and was like, wow, number one, it's it's not, we're going to talk about what is in a typical weight loss plan, but this one did not because I kind of like that. It's from Shalene Johnson. And in reading it, I kind of liked a, her extreme honesty because she's probably 50 ish, I believe. And she was explaining how herself, someone who's done 200 videos was kind of struggling keeping her weight down. And I thought, well, that's kind of uh, refreshing. And then she went on to say that uh, the fitness industry is kind of uh, a mess. And I'm like, yeah, I've, I've mentioned that before because we've said, you know, how if you see a report that says sugar is good, if you probably check who paid for that study, it was somebody tied to sugar. So I like the fact that she said, look, I'm aging. She actually shared a story where parts of her blood are not getting enough uh, parts of her blood. Yeah, parts of her blood are not getting enough brain. Parts of her brain are not getting enough blood. And after doing some things, that has since been remedy. And she shared a story about how uh, one time when she was getting ready to do a video, you know, an exercise video thing, DVD, and the director or the producer, somebody said, you need to drop a few pounds. And she was already in shape. And she's like, this is just how there are weasels in the fitness industry. And she mentioned that there's a lot of bad advice out there. And... Again, a lot of times you have to look at who's funding that uh, that study. And I did kind of wonder, I'm like, wait a minute, you're saying the fitness industry is bad and people base things on bad data. But I'm like, what were you basing the other 199 videos on? But that's a, a whole other point. But uh, and I like the fact that she said the 131 method does not mean you have to give up you know, like eating whatever. And now she does say, when I finally got to chapter five, you do have to cut way down on carbs. But I thought about this. But one of the things that, uh, so I, I so I heard about the book from Alice at LogicalLosers.com, went over, read part of the book. That inspired me to uh, get the audio book. Again, LogicalLoss.com slash free book. Links in the show notes. And uh, that then inspired me to buy her course because I'm like, here's the deal. And that is, if you want to be something, so in my case, I'd like to be fit, then you got to do something. Really, If you want to be something, you have to do something because it's not going to get handed to you unless you're really rich in many cases, if you want something. And even that, if you're really rich, yes, you can hire a chef and you can hire a trainer and you can hire, but you still got to do the work. 
And so I thought about this and was like, yeah, this, this whole thing of just watching the scale go up. Cause here's the thing. And you, you would have thought this would have inspired me, but no, it was the walrus back that I was like, okay, we got to do something. And that is, I've heard so many times that when you do these radical diets, you know, oh, it's the bacon diet where you wash down bacon with a glass full of maple syrup and you lose weight. And you're like, really? And it's always it's things like, yes, when these people stop doing the diet, they actually gain the weight back and then some. And I'm like, wait a minute. And then some? How do you and then some? And for me, for every until 2019, I could look at you and honestly say, I've never weighed more than 225. That's always been my, oh, holy cow, we got to do something weight until I stepped on the scale and it was 226. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I kind of walked around the block a little more and tried to do a little better with my food and stepped on the scale next day and it was 227. And I'm like, we, my friend, are going the wrong way. And that's when I was like, okay, if I want to be fit, I got to do something. And I know kind of what works. I'm not doing it. One of the things that I need to do is I need to sweat this whole walking around the neighborhood, get my 10,000 steps. Yeah, that's fine. And dandy. It's a good start, but I got to sweat. And I know that in the battle of food versus exercise, food often wins, but nonetheless, I got to build some muscles so because those are the things that burn calories. And so I thought, all right, I got to do something different. So if you want to check it out, go to LogicalLoss.com slash 131. That's the number 131 method. And as I get into this now, I'm not, I've only been playing with this for a couple of days. But here's the thing I've noticed that has me a little worried is every fad diet bad diet or good diet. They all say the same things. They have these characteristics. And this is what has me worried about it. Number one is diets don't work. You'll hear this, you know, like chapter one, one of my favorite books by Covert Bailey. Uh, it's called fit or fat. It's an old book. And the whole first part of it was diets don't work. And here's how our plan is different. And if you think about it, whether it's the keto diet or the paleo diet or the bacon diet or the pizza diet, it's all like, look, diets don't work. You've proven that. That's why you're heavy and that's why you're reading this. Congratulations. You've got new information in your hands and we're going to show you how the new popcorn diet is the best thing ever. You hear that in every single diet book. Then the second one is we're going to have you dropping pounds quickly. And this is something like the fast start, the blast off. Uh, I believe in Shaleen's method, it's the um, something fire, rapid fire. No, it's the ignite. Because remember thinking of John Lee Dumas. It's the ignite phase where you will drop pounds quickly. Now, why do they want you to drop pounds quickly? Because A, if this is the first week, you haven't quit yet. And it kind of gives you the motivation to not quit because, well, you're losing weight. And the other thing you're going to do, you're going to tell your friends. And that will get them to then buy their product. So first off, diets don't work. And we've got the new methodology. Number two, you're going to lose pounds quickly. And then this is the other one I always hear. And she's mentioned this a few times. You're going to have tasty recipes that leave you feeling full. Now, for me, those tasty recipes always include avocado and green peppers. Two things that I am not a fan of. And it's in everything. It's like, oh, first, let's, here's the recipe for avocado toast. First, put a green pepper on it. And I'm like, no. 
so it's always taste. So I'm I'm interested to see because it's always like a wide variety of tasty recipes. That's always in there. It's and the other thing, if you want to get into a really bad diet, it's like you don't have to change a thing. You will lose weight while you sleep. That's always a big red flag. Now, Shalene is not saying this, by the way. In fact, she's doing the opposite. She's saying you're going to have to exercise. You want to exercise 30 minutes at least a day. So, again, this is why I'm kind of like, all right, she seems to be a little different. And what she's saying is that she got her own 10 experts to, like, figure out, okay, we're not going to take information from these other sources. We're going to be our own source. And so I'm kind of like, all right, but I I am a little worried because she started off saying diets don't work and you're going to drop weight the first week. And I'm like, "Mm." another thing you always hear is that uh, it'll be, you know, if you get the uh, lose weight while you sleep diet, you can also buy the lose weight while you sleep uh, recipe book. You can buy the lose weight while you sleep fitness tracker. You can buy the lose weight while you sleep uh, you know, whatever meals you can buy. It's all like a loss leader into this cottage industry of other products. And it's like, yeah, it's free. Just come on in and we'll, you'll lose weight while you sleep. It's amazing. And then you buy this and you buy that and you buy that. And so far, aside from the course, I'm like, mm, there is a course involved. You don't have to take the course. You could just buy the book. But I'm like, mm, I'm getting kind of getting kind of worried. But I'm going to try it. Why? Because if you want to be something, you have to do something. And I am not going to be the walrus. I was just like, wow, that's my back. Really? Number one, I have to start shaving my back now. That's that's depressing. That's that's going to be embarrassing. And I'm just not going to look like a walrus. I, I got to do something. And also, my posture is horrible. And so. And I, I printed these out. I actually, the other thing I'm doing is I started a diary because this podcast is supposed to be kind of my uh, my fitness partner, my accountability partner. And as we have seen, that doesn't work. And so I'm, I'm just going to start journaling more about how I feel, what I do, and things like that. And then the other thing, oh, if you want to know what is the 131, what's the 131 in the 131 diet, here is Shalene's answer was one health objective, then three weeks of diet phasing, and one week to fast and refuel. So one objective for three weeks and then one week of fasting. And she's going to, according to her, explain to me how to fast and how you can actually eat on your fast. And I'm like, "Uh, I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm going to eat on my fast. I don't think that's a fast, but okay, we'll see. So I'm going to try that. And then I was walking today. So here it is. It's Sunday. Normally I come home. I start recording podcasts, things like that. I'm like, no, I've got to put myself first and I need to sweat. It's 85 degrees here in Ohio. It's a beautiful day. And I'm like, you need to go hiking because what I, while it's nice to get my 10,000 steps, I got to start sweating. When I was losing weight, I was sweating on a regular basis on a treadmill, lifting weights, doing something, I got to sweat. And I realize in the battle of food versus exercise, food will always win. But nonetheless, again, a characteristic of me, when I sweat, when I exercise, I lose weight. So I came home from church, went to a local park that's, I don't know, maybe eight minutes from my house, walked around and busted a serious sweat, got about 20, not even that, 15 feet from a deer. That was kind of cool. And I need to do that at least three times a week. And as I'm out in nature and I'm thinking about this, I was listening to another free book. Again, logicalloss.com slash free book. 
from Paul Stanley, who's the lead singer of Kiss. And what's really weird about that is he was talking about how they've been doing things in Kiss, blah, 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 and 45 years ago. And I'm like, that can't be right. And then I did the math and I went, wait, I'm 15. Paul's in sixth grade. Yeah, that's 76 was many moons ago. And then it dawned on me. Oh, oh, crap. I'm old. I'm older. How's that? I'm older. But Paul Stanley, of all people, had some really, he he had an interesting thought. And he was talking about how he went through a divorce. And Paul thinks it's horrible to say negative things about your spouse because it forces the child, an innocent child, to have to pick sides through your parents. And so here's a phrase that he said, and I was like, hmm. It comes down to this. Do you hate your ex more than you love your child? It's that simple. Stop with the rhetoric. Stop with all the machinations. And which is the stronger feeling? Your love and desire to protect your child or your ill feelings toward your ex? And I'm sure as you read this, you go, well, I love my child more. Who doesn't love their child? And so I thought about that because one of my affirmations that I throw at myself is I am a partner with my body. My body is a partner and I do my best to show it respect. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I ought to start, stop thinking about my body as a partner and start thinking about my body as a child because we would do anything to protect our child. We would go above and beyond to protect our child, to steer our child in the the right way. We would do anything. And I don't have kids. I've had stepkids and I would throw myself in front of a bus of stepkids. And we, let's just face it. We all love our children, even if they're not ours. It's, there's something about kids. We're like, hey, you're you're making a bad mistake here. Don't do that. And I thought maybe I ought to start thinking about my body as a kid, because I would do anything for my kid, but yet I won't give up ice cream. Well, that's not true. I would give up my ice cream for a kid because I want everything for my kid. Well, start treating your body maybe like a kid. I had the joy yesterday of going to a surprise party for my uncle who turned 95. And I said, are we sure we want to surprise a 95-year-old guy? But he was fine. And what was interesting about this is there is a part of you at times that looks around at other people and you might want to go, I'll just forget it. Because it's me and my cousins and we're all pear-shaped. We're all, you know, some of us have children, some of us don't, but we all have the dad bod. And ladies, you know, you've got a little junk in your trunk as well. And there's a part of you that just wants to go, look, this is just nature. This is the way we're supposed to look. Well, no, because there was my uncle at 95 who worked a farm for many years and is thinner than anybody. Now, he might be thinner because he's 95, but he's always been in good shape. He's never had a dad bod. And I should have asked him, what's your secret there, old man? But maybe if we treat our body 
and do anything for it, just like it was a kid, well, then you know what's going to happen? We're going to be around for our kids. Because there was my uncle who had four daughters who had their own kids and husbands. And so there were grandchildren there and actually great grandchildren there because my uncle took care of himself. And he also, my mom's side of the family has great genes. I had one aunt that lived to be 101. He's 95. My aunt was there. She's 92. Everybody's sharp as a tack. I'm hoping to latch onto my mom's side of the family's genes because my dad's side of the family is just littered with Alzheimer's. And I'm like, I'll pass on that. I'm going to stick with mom's side. And everybody has their marbles, which is great. And so maybe if we pretend that our body is a kid and go the extra mile for our kid because we would do anything for our kid. The end result is if we have kids, if we have nieces and nephews, if we have friends, we're going to be around for those kids by taking care of the kid that is our body because sometimes kids don't know the right things. Sometimes they're young and stupid. Well, you're not young and stupid. And it's up to you to steer your body in the right direction and say, no, that ice cream isn't good for you. That cake isn't good for you and make the right choice. So for me, I printed out my back picture because I just look at it and go, oh, that's that's got to change. And I'm going to put that on the fridge next to the picture of me in Utah with my gut hanging out. And I've just got to do something different. If I'm going to be healthy, I've got to do something to make me healthy. Because sitting on the couch, watching TV, sitting here on the computer, watching YouTube videos, watching people exercise on YouTube does not make you thin. Just for the record. You're like, wow, look at him sweat. Yeah, watching people sweat does not make you lose weight. Just pointing that out. So that's where I'm at. I'm going to try this 131 method. I'll let you know what I find out. I saw another uh, food place. I want to say it was like Freshly or Foodly or something like that. That The thing I didn't like about the whole Blue Apron kind of thing was you had to spend a lot of time fixing these things. And these are supposedly healthy meals that get shipped to your door. I might try that. I forget the name of it, but I saw it. But that was the whole thing. You you picked it out of a box and threw it in a microwave. And I'm like, now nah, we're talking. So I might try those as well. And that's the other thing I'll end with here. The uh, I came up with a new recipe. Because Paul Stanley, who knew it, loves to cook. He also loves to paint. And his whole thing was you just, you come up with something. like He would take a song and say, okay, I like this, but I want to tweak it a little bit. And then I'm going to combine it with this other song that I like and see what would happen if we did this with that. He says, I do the same thing with food. So what I did, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know I like Chipotle. And Chipotle is not a great choice. You don't really have a whole lot of control. I guess you have a little bit of control over your portion. But their chicken is really, really salty. And for me, did you know that Chipotle is owned by McDonald's? And so I will go in there, and instead of getting water, I will get a Coke. So there's a ton of sugar. And I was like, okay, this is not a great choice. Oh, The other thing with Chipotle is it puts my mouth on fire and every Chipotle in my little neighborhood is next to someplace selling ice cream. So I'm like, all right, nothing against Chipotle, but I got to come up with something different. So I'm like, what if I made my own Chipotle? So what I did is I bought a bag of pre-shredded 
iceberg lettuce, bought some cherry tomatoes, and I always cook uh, chicken thighs on the grill. And I bought these microwave cups. I think it was minute rice of brown rice. So here's what happened. I would grab the rice, peel off the uh, lid, throw it in the microwave for a minute. While that's microwaving, I grab a plate, throw a chicken thigh on it, and start cutting it up into cubes. By the time I'm done with that, the rice is done. I grab a bowl, throw the rice in the bowl, and throw the chicken in the microwave for a minute. And while that's going around, I grab a bunch of cherry tomatoes and cut them into fourths. And about the time the chicken is done, I throw the chicken in the bowl. I grab a little bit of mozzarella cheese made with skim milk and just lightly put a little bit of uh, mozzarella cheese on that, throw some lettuce on it, throw the tomatoes in it, stir it up. And this tastes nothing like Chipotle, by the way. But I thought, well, the tomatoes are kind of like salsa, but they're not salsa. But in the end, it was pretty yummy. And it was kind of like a salad, hence the lettuce and the tomatoes, that really made you full. And I like the texture of the cold against the warm. And then today I was like, hey, you know what? Let's keep experimenting. So I made the same thing. Oh, also, by the way, this is about 300 calories less than Chipotle. And because I'm not drinking Coke, I'm drinking water. And uh, so what I did today was I had some Italian dressing in the door and I put just like a couple, like bleep, 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 like three little drops of Italian door just to give it just a hint of flavor. That was really, really cool. And so there may be something that you love to eat that you know that's not great for you. Have you ever tried to make a version of it at home? But the thing is, when you go to put this in your mouth, you have to realize this is not going to taste like whatever it is you want it to taste like. But the good news was, was it good? And I was like, yeah. In fact, I've eaten that now three days in a row because it's kind of yummy. And again, it fills me up and it's less calories. And like I said, in the case of Chipotle, they put boatloads of salt in their chicken. And so I'm like, all right. So I need to start doing more of that. Make my own healthy recipes. And this takes next to nothing. You're looking at four minutes tops and you've got dinner. That's it. I've got a veggie uh, because I've got tomatoes. I've got uh, brown rice. I've got chicken. We're good to go. And it keeps me pretty full. So there's my recipe of the week that will be out in the show notes. If you go to logicalloss.com slash 387, you will see everything there. And if you want to help support the show, look, does this show ever inspired you? Has it ever made you laugh? Has it ever made you think? Do you realize you could support this show for as little as three cents a day? That's right. You can throw me a buck. It'd be nice if you threw me two or five. But if I've ever entertained you, inspired you, or things like that, do consider going to LogicalLosers.com. That's our Patreon group, which will get you into our Facebook group. And thanks to Alice again for saying, hey, this book looks interesting. She was the one that turned me on to 131 Method. And again, if you want to check that out, uh, LogicalLoss.com slash 387, or just go to LogicalLoss.com slash 131. Those are the numbers, 131 Method. And you'll see the course that I'm taking because that's the other thing I'm doing. Why? Because if I want to be something, I got to do something. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. 